this week. Very special week. Uh, we've been able to add like two big name guys. Well, at least one big name guy, a guest, and then Mike Cagley. Um, Mike Cagley joined us, and we also have Illinois assistant coach Jeff Alexander. Jeff, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great, guys. How are you guys? Fantastic. Good, good, good. <laughs> hey, uh, so pretty. Uh, you've had a busy few weeks here. You've been uh, back out on the road recruiting, of course. Now, as uh, you know, of course, you you did this before at Evansville. You did a lot of recruiting. You got to stay home for a couple years in Illinois, and well, everybody got to stay home for about eighteen months there. But now you're back out yeah. traveling, and, and it's been crazy. How's that shaping up, and how are you liking it? it, it it's been good. It's been, uh, you know, we've been ripping and roaring um, since that first day. And, and as you mentioned, it's been, you know, 18 months since we've been able to get out and uh, get off campus, see kids, uh, see them work, uh, talk to them, get to know them, let them get to know us. So it, it was good. Uh, we've been super busy. Um, we've been uh, – you know, scouring the country, hitting guys, uh, our priority guys, you know, going to see new guys. So it's been good. It's been an effective, good uh, couple of weeks. How much does it help to be able to see these guys like firsthand? Like, I mean, in there and getting in home, getting face to face, because even when you see them in the summer, you're evaluating, but you don't really get to see them in, in, and really sit down, talk to them as much as you do now in, in this time period. Yeah, and, and and to be honest, you know, big, big difference from evaluating off a of video and evaluating live. Um, and we talk about it as a staff. The way we, um, you know, evaluate kids, yes, we're, we're looking for talent, but we're looking for culture pieces. And that, that has been big for us the last, you know, three years since, since, since we got this thing uh, moving in the right direction. And you know, those are the things, you know, body language, how, you know, how they take coaching, how they react to a call, uh, how they react to a teammate uh, that, that doesn't make a good play. Those are the things that, that you're able to see in live evaluation versus, you know, do it on a video. And that's important to us. That's big. That's culture. That's, you know, getting and finding the right pieces to fit what you're about. And uh, it's been good. It's been good. How do you determine, you've got the whole country, you're Illinois, number one seed. How do you narrow it down? There's a lot of great basketball players. How do you narrow it down to the guys that you're going to go out and, and put this full court press on? Well, it's, you know, obviously, you know, um, you know, communicate it. it. It's a long pro pro uh, process and, and going through it and, you know, from the ground up in the process with each and every kid that we go through and, and finding out what they're about, trying to cut them open, seeing what's inside of them, how they work, how they tick. Um, you know, those are all the things that we're trying to, you know, evaluate throughout the early stages of the process. Then you get going deeper into it. That's when you start identifying the, the right pieces. And as I mentioned earlier, culture, um, you know, academics, you know, are they good students? Do they, you know, is that a big, you know, important thing for them? Um, obviously talents, you know, yes, we're, we're looking for that, but those things that go along with the talent is what makes, uh, successful kids once they get here. So I got to ask, like, do you ever, have you gone to, I, I always hear these great stories about how, uh, you know, a coach goes to watch a guy play. And he, and he walks in and he's like, oh, this kid walked through the drill. We're not, you know, we're recruiting. Has that ever happened with you so far? Or is there any of that? 
It has, it has. And, and, you know, the stories always go, you know, the first time you take your boss in to see one of your guys that usually happens, but uh, <laughs> no, it's, um, you know, I, I'll tell you another big part, uh, Brad is, is, you know, recruiting a, a winner and guys that understand and that have come from winning programs. That is an important, uh, as, and I go back the last couple of years when, when this thing has got, we really locked into guys that have come from winning um, environments, people that have won state championships, people that, you know, Andres Feliz, you know, wins a national championship at JUCO. Um, those are big pieces, guys that understand what it takes to win, how, you know, how they go about themselves to help them win. And, um, you know, the, it, we haven't changed on that either. Jeff Alexander joining us talking about uh, recruiting, but we're going to, now we're going to switch to the current team. So you got some, you know, you got a pretty good team, I think. I mean, we we're pretty excited. I know. And I, I think you are too. So how are, how have the workouts gone? How do you feel like you, you've gone through this process? Uh, you know, we're excited, you know, just like you are. Um, we feel really good at, uh, you know, as far as, you know, how our roster stacks up. Obviously, we got a lot of guys coming back um, and guys that uh, have experienced, guys that have been through the fire, uh, knows, you know, the ins and outs of, of a long Big Ten 20-game season, uh, the grind of it. Um, so, you know, they, we've been working hard. The guys have been coming in, getting extra work. Um, that's part of our culture. Um, it's, you know, it just breathes that on a daily basis. Guys that come in, want to work, want to get better. And, uh, you know, we're, we're really looking forward to Friday and, and getting off to that first official practice. Um, you know, our guys, you know, when you've got older, experienced guys that have gone through the, you know, the drill work from day one as a freshman. And, you know, now they're, you know, some of them are, you know, seniors or fifth year seniors. Um, sometimes uh, you have to find and be creative with ways to, to you know, to challenge them, uh, to try to keep them on edge. Um, and, and, and I think we've done a good job of doing that. Um, they're eager for Friday, just like we are as a staff. And, uh, you know, we're, we're super excited. How do you, how do you, do you ever have to put a limit? These guys are competitive and they, they all want to do well. Uh, do you ever get any moments in practice when the guys are super competitive to the point where you got to kind of pull them back and remind them that you're all on the same team? Oh, absolutely. It, uh, our, our practices are, uh, and, and, and Brad, you could probably attest to this, our practices are very, very intense, uh, super competitive. Um, they're not uh, they're, they're a lot of live, not, um, you know, not much walking around, you know, walk through, you know, it's, it's upbeat, it's, it's pace, it's how we play. Yep. You know, when we want to get out there and play, you know, in the mid-70s as far as possessions per game, and that's playing really fast, you got to practice that way and it's competitive. It's, it's pace. And, um, you know, I, I, a lot of people have come through our practices and are very, very, uh, you know, eye opened with how, you know, our guys compete, how hard we play and the pace that we do it. You've got, so when I kind of, you mentioned having a lot of veteran guys, but you know, the weird part about your team is yeah, you've brought back eight guys and you got a lot of guys who played minutes and, you know, but you have six new guys who are going to compete for playing time. I mean, on a team that has eight returning players, you bring in six guys. And, and a, some of these guys are really good. I mean, 
we we've talked about on this podcast uh austin or um we've talked about uh, austin hutcherson we've talked about alfonso Plummer. we've talked about omar Payne, and then you've got the three freshmen rj melendez brandon podzemski and um luke goody so you've got six guys to kind of throw in there is that is is it weird to have a team that is that that old but also has that many new guys to kind of come in and, and push these these returners yeah and it's a beautiful thing uh when you've got we've got 15 guys all 15 are really good players that's going to make really really good practices that's going to you know take the the intensity level and, and competitiveness from this le- to a, a, another level um you know, all the minutes, all the playing time, that, that that sorts itself out. They determine that. But it's fun on a daily basis to see this kind of talent going at each other. And uh, it, it, as you mentioned, uh, it does. Uh, there's days where uh, it's border. It, it, it's really close to not saying out of control, but uh, to that point where you kind of got to step in. And, and that's a good thing. That's a beautiful thing for us as, as, as coaches and as a staff to be able to get them to that point. And, you know, uh, you know, that that's happens on a daily basis. So we're, we're, uh, we're pretty proud of that. That's important to us. Yeah. It's much easier to pull them back than to have to push them forward. You know what I mean? You're ready to man. So, so. And, And the way we play, you know, when, when you play as hard as we do, and again, the pace that we play at, that has to be a, a, everyday thing, everyday guy that you come in and you practice that way and you, you build habits that way. And, uh, you know, obviously we've done that. Do, do you have, do you find it hard though, when it gets really rough and physical to keep Chester from like getting in the fray? Does he like oh, try and get out there? You got to like- pull, pull the back of his shirt some, you know, he's <laughs> mouth, mouth is oozing with, you know, just he's sweating, you know, you just sometimes got to pull him back, rein him in a little bit. <laughs> He's, no. you, you know he wants to be out there. He's like, I want to play. I want to go. Oh, I want to you, go. you know. You know it. So he <laughs> finds a way to get out on the floor a few times every day uh, within a drill or within – he finds a way out there. Yeah, definitely. I, that doesn't surprise me at all. There you go. Yeah. So if you got a – Shocking chest bump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Give a little shoulder into the EJ Gordon, you know, whatever you got to do. So um, if you got – so we go – for the past four years, you've kind of had a different role where you did a lot of scouting, a lot of analytics. How how does that work? I mean, and I'll be honest with you, analytics are, are a huge part. You know, and we've talked about synergy before, you and I, and, and all these things. We use the stats and we break them down. But how, how important are analytics in your program, and how, how much time do you spend breaking down the analytics side of your opponent and also your own team? Sure. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest, Brad. Before I got here and took the role that I was in, um, as you mentioned, a lot of, you know, the X's and O's, the coaching, you know, I had a certain certain role I had to stay within. I hadn't done a lot of analytics coming into there. It's super important to Brad. It's not something um, where we throw them all over and, and try to educate our guys on certain analytic parts. It's more of backing up something that we believe in and having numbers and hard data that, hey, this coverage is working because you have these analytics. And, uh, you know, to, to, to answer your question, you know, from daily, you know, on a daily basis or from a game to game, a, a scouting thing, 
there's a lot of things that you can find. There's all kinds of programs uh, that, that we have uh, that identify certain things. For instance, a ball screen coverage. You know, how well a guard, you know, let's take last year, Marcus Carr, how well can he come off of a ball screen and what range can he pull up at 15 to 17 foot range? That's a big thing for us. You know, do you have to lift Kofi up and, and, and protect the pull up? Do you drop him back because, you know, he can't make that shot? So a lot of those numbers play into our philosophies and the way we structure a game plan moving forward. To your guys, I mean, so I, I kind of go back, and obviously you've got a great coaching background. For those of you who don't know, you know, your dad's the winningest coach, like, in the history of Illinois basketball. So he, he's done okay, right? I mean, he's second, he's second. second, I'm, second I'm sorry. He's not there yet. Not there yet. But, no, he that's still – okay, second's not bad when it comes to most wins, and I guess we'll say that's okay, right? So – but you, you come from a coaching background and things. Is this, like, always what you wanted to do was kind of go into coaching and, and have this role? Um, yeah, um, growing up as a, as a, as a coach's kid. And I tell people this all, all the time, every, since I was born, I was part of a team, you know, when I'm three, four or five years old, I'm going to practices with my dad. I'm around the guys. I've always been a part of a team. This is something I wanted to do as far as being a coach, um, as far as what level the college level, um, that was more, um, you know, I go back to, you know, when my dad took me to my first final four in Indianapolis, I walked out of there and I said, wow, this is, I want to be a part of this. This is what I want to do. So, so ever since then, I would say uh, the college part, the college coaching was, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, I've been blessed. I've been blessed, obviously having my father uh, that, that gives me my, you know, the, 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 the values, the core, you know, the core values that I have as far as a coach and, and what I believe in. I've also worked and played for some of the best people that, that I know. And that, that's super important, putting yourself around people that, again, have the same values, same beliefs, um, that uh, it, it's important to me. Um, you know, yes, I, I, I've, you know, certain places, you know, there, there's different philosophies. I've taken some of the philosophies from each place. But, uh, you know, I go back from ever since my, my first job, I, you know, I stay in contact with that guy, uh, outstanding person. Um, I take, you know, things that, uh, that, that, you know, was big from, for him and, and use it today. Um, so I, you know, again, i I'm, I've been a lot of places, uh, in my 20, 22 years of coaching and, uh, wouldn't trade any, any of it. So if you had, so I, I gotta, I, I, I kind of go back to, you know, kind of following this here. You're from an era like you're more like my era, right? You're, and we're not quite in Mike's era. He's a little bit older, but you know, in our era here, if you look at this, like, wh what's your basketball guy? Who's your guy when you were growing up? Who was your guy that you followed? You you, you liked? Um, obviously, I was a big Michael Michael fan. Um, studied him. Um, tried to educate every which way. Mentality, uh, his approach, obviously his game. Um, I was a die, die hard Michael Jordan fan. Um, as far as my peers, um, I, I graduated in 95. I was in the same class as Kevin Garnett. Um, he's one of my favorite guys ever to play the game. Um, just the, the, the intensity he plays at, the lead, you know, as far as leadership, what he provided to his team and teammates, um, just his competitiveness. I, I'm just a huge, huge Kevin Garnett fan. 
Yeah, he was he was kind of a, a unicorn back in the day, wasn't he? You know, this 6'11", straight out of high school, just the longest athletic, did everything. I mean, he was that was a pretty special player. Turned out pretty good in the NBA, too. Yeah, he changed the game. He, he yeah. changed the game. And, um, you know, there's obviously others that had their, you know, but you think about the modern-day game and the where it's gone, and, you know, now you got stretch fives and, you know, guys that handle the ball out on the perimeter. He's kind of the guy that kind of um, was the one that to, to, to move that movement. So uh, big fan of his. Yeah, I was I lived up in Minneapolis when he was starting with the Timberwolves. And I was always amazed at two things about him as a player. First is he never complained, no matter how bad the team was, about the general manager or his teammates. And then we had corporate tickets, so we got a chance to see him quite a few times. And it didn't matter if they were if they were in last place, if they were if they were playing a great team or a poor team. He put out everything he had every night, and I really felt like there's a guy that you know. If, if you want players to emulate somebody, you talk to Garnett. That hard yeah. to hard to throw any rocks at him with that attitude. Yeah, and, and I've been blessed. I, I was blessed to be around a guy named Kevin Eastman a uh, few occasions, several occasions, and, and heard stories. He was with Doc Rivers as his associate head coach with the Boston Celtics, so spent times, won a championship with Kevin Garnett. Some of the stories that he tells about him uh, are, are unbelievable. Uh, just the leadership, just the type of dude he is, and uh, what it carries over in between the lines and, you know, how he affects his teammates, how he affects his, you know, how he affects the game just by, you know, talking, communicating. He's huge. He's one of the best ever at that. And uh, people don't realize how important that is to, to, a, to a basketball game and that, uh, that win-loss column. When you communicate and you do that as a team, that helps extremely. And uh, he was the, as good as anybody's been. Yeah, if you had – so switch gears a little bit. I, you know, I want to I ask some questions like – really really personal questions here like what are your game day superstitions like is it do you change your socks if you win or do you keep them the same do you have to wear the same suit we won't talk underwear we'll keep it keep it above board but you know what it what keeps you you know what's your superstition you got got one don't have many um i do have a certain pen um that i use every every you know it has to be a particular pen um, I'm, you know, one of those guys, every single, uh, I cannot miss uh, working out on a game day. I don't care what time it is. It could be four in the morning. I'm working out uh, and just getting that feeling, getting my body going, getting my mind going. Um, but uh, that's probably to the, the extent of them. I'm not a big superstitious guy, uh, but I know guys that, uh, that have been. So I, I got to give you some props too on the working out thing. Cause what 18 months, 18, 19 months ago, you didn't look the same, right? No. And we're doing a podcast here, so we're, we can't show pictures before and after, but but you you looked a lot different. You know, talk about that journey that you made in over the past 18, 19 months. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a journey. It's been uh, something that uh, I've been trying to commit to for a long time. Um, just didn't feel good. I was big. I was big. And um you know, right at the beginning of quarantine, you know, kind of, you know, obviously had a lot of time to, you know, to, to try to waste and try to uh, figure out. And 
I, I just went where I got up to running seven, eight miles a day, walking another three or four. Um, I'll tell you my biggest thing is I haven't had a piece of bread uh, since the beginning of quarantine. Um, and I think that's been a big help. My diet's changed, but just how I feel, man, it's my mind's better. Um, I, I feel sharper. Uh, I feel better. And uh, it's something I want to continue on and never lose sight of. Well, we, we just lost our bread sponsor. Um, but, um, but other than that, um, it, it's okay. No, <laughs> we don't have no, pop, no Papa Dells. <laughs> uh, now I, I will say this. I still occasionally have a piece of pizza. Oh, good. I, I, my faith in you has been renewed. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Got to have some pizza occasionally. So right. I almost <laughs> panicked there. Yeah. Yeah. Kegley is like, Kegley is a pizza connoisseur. Like he, he, he's had pizza in every, I think every state in the union. That's his, that's his claim to fame. You know, yeah. so, the beauty of being a sale, a sale, just like you, an old sales guy. So I've been everywhere and I've eaten pizza everywhere. And I resemble that remark. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has a skill. So uh, some some just haven't been eating pizza. So yeah. uh, so Jeff, I, it is it's good. It's tasty. <laughs> Not a good one either, though. Yeah. So yeah. Jeff, I gotta ask this. You know, you come off last year, fantastic year. You get the one seed. Um, it you know your program has you know we still got Brad Underwood at the top, but you've really changed. I mean, you're still you're in a different role, perhaps, but you know it's still gonna be there. How how has your how do you think this program has been able to overcome? I mean, really, not many programs lose three assistants and then just bounce back, and you feel like you're just the same. I mean, and I hate to say that you're the same because you know I, you know, I love those guys that weren't that aren't here anymore. But at the same time, it's just weird how you've been able to transition almost seamlessly into the new staff. Yeah, and, and, and Brett, as you mentioned, those guys, dear friends, um, guys we still talk to uh, very, very frequently uh, to this day, close, you know, our families were close. Uh, we were family. And uh, at the end of the day, they had, they had a decision to make and uh, they had to choose what was best for them. And uh, obviously, we, you know, we all know the, the, the end story, uh, but I'll say this, uh, Brad did an unbelievable job of building uh, the current staff and uh, guys that, uh, that, that fit guys. Uh, we, we, we work extremely well together. Uh, there's tons of energy. There's tons of, um, you know, great communication amongst us and uh, just just happy. And, and I'll say this, you know, yeah, one of the big things, you know, obviously when when you have staff turnover uh, is the current team. And that was the, you know, the, the priority number one and only priority, uh, you know, during, you know, during the summer months uh, of keeping, you know, our guys in-house and, and, and keeping uh, our current roster where it is. And I feel great at that. You know, when you get two uh, super seniors that come back and obviously both of those guys could have gone and made, you know, good money playing somewhere and want to come back and be part of what you've got going and the culture that you got, I think speaks highly of, of what we got going on here. And, um, you know, Brad's done, uh, as I mentioned, an unbelievable job of just, you know, keeping the train on the rails and, and, and moving forward and, 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 you know, we're excited about this coming year. We feel like, you know, we've got the pieces to, to make another uh, championship run. Uh, that's our goal. That's the only goal we have. And, uh, you know, we're going to do everything we can on a daily basis to be, you know, those everyday guys to move, continue moving this thing where it's got to go. 
Yeah, to that point, you and I spent a lot of time in Atlanta sitting on a bench watching a mammoth human being sitting across the gym or or down the curve. It was just happened to be in the same place, right? You know, happened to be there, and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a stressful time as as we we talked about and uh, um, you know to Kofi's you know credit, um, you know obviously he had a decision to make, um, put his name in the draft, went through the process. Um, we thought he did extremely well uh, in the combine. We watched, you know, every chance we could. Got, you know, some good feedback from people. Um, obviously, uh, he took it all in, and their camp did uh, an extreme, extremely great job of, of evaluating it and then finding out, you know, hey, I need to go back and, and, and work on some things. And, uh, you know, Kofi's got a huge heart. And, uh, you know, there was some, you know, with what we talked about early with the staff uh, turnover, uh, there were some things that had to be discussed and explained to him and how it was going to work. And uh, we went through that process and, 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 you know, Brad was off the charts and, and, and basically breaking it down and uh, being very, very specific on the things and the communication. And uh, at the end of the day, Kofi, uh, he's got a huge heart. He knows where he belongs. He knows where his legacy is. And he knows uh, with, with him coming back where this team could go. And uh, he's working extremely hard. Uh, he's attacked it. You know, he's taken that feedback that he got from those people uh, at the next level and, and really going in and working really hard every single day on those things. Uh, he's, 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 you know, kind of, uh, you know, him upset with you know because he has the ability to do that, some of those things and he's just got to be able to show it and uh, he's working extremely hard you now you're coaching the bigs this year right you're kind of been focused yeah. on the big men yeah. Uh, yeah. you for the first time maybe since he's been here Kofi has a guy who's similar in like size I mean I, I say similar because I don't think you can find anybody who's actually the same size but you find someone you know Omar Payne's a, a you know, seeing him there, that's a big dude. I mean, that is a big guy. I mean, 6'10", 240, 250 pounds, that's a big guy. On most teams, that'd be a really big guy. But on Illinois, he just looks like, you know, Kofi's little brother sometimes. But how's that How's that matchup going? And how, how, how do they – can you play those guys together at all when you look at this coming year? Yeah, and, and Omar's been off the charts. Omar's, um, you know, first and foremost, great, great young man. Uh, that comes from a great family um, and uh, has come in here and uh, obviously coming from the University of Florida. He's had, you know, a couple years of experience. You know, he's been through a, you know, a power five schedule, a power five league uh, a couple years and understands kind of what the, you know, what it takes. But uh, he's come in. He's an unbelievable listener. He's a sponge. He wants to do everything. And this is almost to a fault, Brad. He wants to do everything perfect. And as we all know, this game's nobody's ever perfect in this game. And he has to get through some of that and understand by him playing extremely hard and using his God-given abilities, those mistakes that he will make are, are going to be covered up by those. And, you know, he's full. I mean, he's uh, – I, I, I love him. I say this a lot. And Kofi's the same way. We have really, really – great listeners and guys that take what you give them in coaching and try to apply it. And it's really, really important for them or to them to try to do what you ask. And you want to talk about development and getting better. 
that quality right there is first and foremost, being able to take an instruction or coaching and apply it. And those guys have that gift. Now, on a, on a, on another note, um, it's been a whole lot of fun watching those guys go, compete. Um, Omar gives Omar uh, gives Kofi problems just like Kofi gives Omar problems. And it's you know, uh, Omar's long. He's you know seven four inch wingspan. He's quick off the floor. He's quick twitched. Uh, he he's an extremely good shot blocker. And uh, that that you know when Kofi faces that every day, you know he has to adjust. He's got to do some things differently that's making him better. And um, vice versa, Kofi gives you know Omar problems with his physicality, his his you know agility. He can move, and uh, it's fun to watch. They compete. It's it's they go at each other. Um, they get the most out of each other, and uh, we're going to be really really good at that spot. Do you think they can? How much time do you think they can spend together on the floor? I know Omar's yeah. Omar's got the ability. From what I've seen, he's got the ability to move laterally and do some things out on the floor. Maybe he's not a great three-point shooter, but he, he he can defend. There's no question about that. No question, Brett. And 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 he has a good skill set, and it's something that uh, you know he he works extremely hard at. He comes in on his own. He comes in and and gets the reps. And uh, do I? Yeah, absolutely. I think you could play them uh, together, uh, depending on matchup, depending on um, you know what uh, other you know teams you know what their five looks like and. But uh, he's he's definitely he's he's a a big time weapon. Um, his athleticism is elite. Uh, he's an elite shot blocker. Like he's he's gotten to some balls that uh, kind of we haven't seen around here, and uh, really open our eyes. And you know he gets it at the top of the square, and it's quick, it's fast. Uh, so I think everybody will be really really excited and happy with with what what they see out of Omar Payne. Yeah, I'm excited right now just listening to this. You know, it's, it's, you know, as Illinois fans, we go through maybe some years where we don't have a lot in the inside. And now all of a sudden, it's like an embarrassment of riches. So, so keep it up. We, we really enjoy this. <laughs> and I want to point out somebody else too, Benjamin Verdonk. Benjamin Verdonk hasn't been able, I mean, he's been injured. He's had, you know, some tough times here uh, while he's been, been here in Champaign. He's been, at, uh, absolutely outstanding uh, this offseason all the way back from in the spring to the summer into the fall uh, guy that just you know he's breathing confidence he's finally healthy he feels good his body's great he's his motor and and he's another guy that challenges Kofi challenges Omar on a daily but his motor runs at a high high level he's super physical uh, he's understanding how he can affect the game in a positive way on both ends. And, uh, you know, we're super happy with him right now. Yeah, it's a, so, and you, you mentioned all these guys, they've put in a lot of time in the off season, obviously we talked about that. You, you left last year kind of with a bad taste because you're a one seed and, and you didn't get as far as you wanted to go. How hungry are these guys and are you at coming back, heading into this season? Well, I mean, we all are. We, we still have the taste in our mouth. Um, and I'll be honest, personally, I still have not watched that, that, that video. I, I cannot get myself to. That's what Brad told us too. So I have not watched it. I'll eventually watch it uh, when, the, when the time's right. But uh, 
it's a, it's a terrible taste. Um, we were a really good team. We think we were one of the best two or three teams in the country last year uh, that had a really, you know, didn't have a good day in, in, in March. And uh, we all know uh, if you got a bad day in that tournament, more likely you're going home. And, um, and it's, a, and it's, and it's experience that we have now um, that we're going to use moving forward. Our guys are motivated by it on a daily basis um, and now have the experience going into this, this year's tournament to use what we, you know, went through this past year and uh, wasn't fun. Um, it was miserable. It was, uh, as I mentioned, still the taste is in freshly in my, in our mouths. And uh, we use it every single day to, to motivate, to, um, you know, to remember that, that, you know, that locker room after that game. Yeah, that was, it's one of those things that, yeah, it, it's so hard when you have such a great season and you win the Big Ten tournament, you have so many positives, you just feel that, you feel like, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> You're like, I want to go back, I want to play them again, I want to play them again, I want to play best of three and uh, yeah. give us a shot, you know, but it, it one and done format makes it a little tougher in the NCAA tourney. Yeah. That's, why the, that's why the tournament it is what it is, that's why it's a beauty. Yeah, it makes it fun. So if you've got a, so I, I'll let you wrap up here. Is there a, um, as you kind of look, you start practice, is there anything that you're like especially excited for? Do you look at the schedule or look at the practice where you just say, this is really what I'm looking forward to. This is like a target date or a target game where we're going to be at this level when we hit here. To be honest, and I'm going to, this is the, I'm just looking forward to Friday. And then once we get through Friday's practice, I'll be ready for Saturday's. Um, we talk about stacking days and being great everyday guys. And, uh, you know, it, it's, that's our culture. And when you stack days the way we do, you know, the preparation comes with that. And it's going to put you in a pretty good situation once those games come around to be, you know, in, in a good spot. And, uh, you know, I go back. We're, we're, you know, we've got guys that, that have been through the fire. Um, we've got really good players. Um, you know, it's, it's just something where, you know, last year's team was last year's team. This year's team's going to have an identity that yet they didn't have. Last year's team didn't have. And we have to build that by stacking days. And I'm excited for it. Our, our, our guys are excited for it. Uh, they're eager. Uh, they can't wait till Friday. And, uh, uh, you know, it's on from there. It's on. And, and we're excited about it. So I, I, you had to give me coach speak. You, we couldn't get anything there. We couldn't get anything like you really want to, you know, you, you want to like since Chin's not there to to argue with Fran McCaffrey, you weren't going to step up and take him on or or anything like that. I was hoping for uh, something. I don't have any chalk talk, buddy. I don't have. <laughs> uh, I, I really don't. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I've done, we have two exhibition games, you know. Yeah before the before the real ones hit you know i'm ready for those you know against somebody else with people in the stands um you know to find out where we are but uh we're in a good place uh we have we've had a tremendous uh, uh fall and uh preseason leading up and uh you know i'm pretty fired up to 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 get this thing rocking on on friday all right man hey well i appreciate you coming on sturdy for 30. uh thanks to mike cagley for joining us tonight Jeff Alexander, uh, Illinois men's basketball hey, assistant 30. coach. I got, yeah. I got, I... Go ahead. I have to ask one thing. That hoop, that hoop in the background. The hoop in the background. 
You gotta like that. I huh? know you rip it. Yeah, you go and, and just rip that rim down some days. Well, I, I it's always it's, and- some some days I have to. You know, it's the only thing I can dunk on anymore. So I, I can't jump. Some days. I'm old. I some days. Can you get can you get that high every day, Brad? Some not every day. That's why I can only do it some days. <laughs> yeah. So I love so I, got, I love your wall. I love your background. Yeah, it gives me some. It I, actually what I can do is I can sit over at the TV and I can shoot, and then I that's why I have kids. They rebound for me. That's that was the that was there the whole go. goal. So you know, you know, some people have there you know. You when I that's why I had a girlfriend in high school was so she could rebound for me, and now I got kids so they can rebound for me. That's everybody. Yeah, everybody has a goal. Everybody has a has a role in the family. So. All right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on, Jeff. Uh, really excited about the season. Um, we are. Uh, we'll see you on Friday. First practice. It's going to be. Uh, of course, we got Illinois Men's Basketball Media Day too. Um, all on the same day. So, uh, pretty exciting week for Illinois basketball. Thirty for thirty. Thanks for listening.